We've all gone through things to make us believe that we can't accomplish our dreams or we're unworthy of these huge accomplishments we've thought of. It's almost like beat down after beat down and disappointment after disappointment. But I'm here to tell you, I can coach you to believe you can do anything you put your mind to, but fail. <laughs> My friends, I am Ty Wonder, your host, positive mind hacker, fitness master trainer, glow up and empowerment coach, holistic wellness practitioner, and entertainment personality. I've had some amazing wins. I've done things I've only dreamed were possible, <laughs> but I've also had some lower than low moments too. You know what? It's part of the life cycle though. But let me give you the tea of how you can get through all these things and how they work together for you and not against you. So grab your tea or whatever you prefer to sip on, get cozy so you can lean in, and let's have some real tea talk. Welcome to Tea Talk with Ty. I am your host, Ty Wonder. And today for my segment, I am interviewing a real life gold digger for this Money Making Monday, Mr. Aiko Finesse. How you doing, Aiko? I'm good. How about you? Hey, I cannot complain one bit. So tell us, Aiko, how are you a gold digger and what does being a gold digger mean to you? Uh, I came up with this quote in 2010 that a creative mind never sleeps and my brain never shut off. I'm always trying to find ways to better myself in my personal life and better my brand itself. So when you say gold digger, I take that as the term of obsessed with succeeding. Mm, I love it. Because goal term puts you in the mind of wanting to better you as a person or better you know better your career or you know better whatever so that's the term that's the the definition I think when you say goal digger right I love it I love it (laughs) so Mr. Aiko what is your business um I'm a DJ I've been DJing it'll be eight years in 2021 um I've been, always been a fan of music. Music has always been my outlet. Um, the arts period, really. Um, my mom was a big music lover. My father is a big music lover. And it just rubbed off on me. So um, I never saw myself DJing. Actually, the story behind that is crazy. I don't really want to get into it too deep. But uh, I started out as a music artist. Um, I was always into writing poetry, um, when I got into high school, it turned into writing rap. Um, I did that career for a while, and somehow I just branched into DJing. Like, it, it's just crazy how everything works. But since I started DJing, I can honestly say a lot of doors for me have opened. Um, so I just started it, and once I got that buzz, I just took off with it. Yeah, oh, that's dope. Yeah. What are three lessons you've learned the hard way since you've become a gold digger? Like, some of your either three obstacles or three realizations or something along those lines? Um, One I learned the hard way is you can't work with everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, No matter how good it may sound or how good people may talk, um, you can't work with everybody. Um, Another lesson I learned, all money ain't good money. 
Mm. Um, I've had, you know, gigs that I should have turned down, but I'm looking at the money part of it. Like, oh, I got to make this money. Like, you know, this could pay my light bill. This could pay the phone bill. Mm -hmm. And not thinking about the BS that comes along with that gig. Mm -hmm. Um, Another lesson I learned, which I honestly just learned this lesson now, is just knowing your self-worth. Mm. Um, not just stooping loads just to make these couple of dollars, you know, because, oh, this is a gig or my name going to be on the flyer. Like, just knowing self-worth. Like, I've I've ran into a lot of situations that I should have, you know, just all because I just didn't know my self-worth right. as a DJ, you know. So those are like my three main things that I learned the hard way. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. You know, I learned that myself about, um, I wasn't going to say all money isn't good money, but all opportunities aren't always good opportunities. Right. Um, I remember this one time I had this, uh, I was teaching fitness at this martial arts studio mm-hmm. and they wanted somebody to run it. Like that's kind of how they, they do them. They train somebody up to be a black belt and then they, you know, pass the studio on to them and they, they, run it basically and they presented that opportunity to me you know like you're a single parent this is a good fit for you and I'm like it is a good fit but it's not a good fit it's a great opportunity but my heart is in the martial arts like you know and that would be a better opportunity for somebody who's passionate about it but that was the first time it really dawned on me like dang every opportunity really isn't it's not really Mm -hmm. sometimes we think you know, this big door is open and it's like, hey, mm-hmm. door. Nah, it might not be. This. It really ain't right. Right. I that on the hard way, but it is what it is. It is what it is. That was a good one. Um, yeah. What motivates you to keep digging? Um, I would say my past. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked so hard you know, to get where I'm at. And sometimes I find myself thinking about the obstacles that I've been through or, you know, watching my parents work so hard, you know, for little next to nothing or, you know, work hard to provide for me, you know, especially my father. Um, He always instilled in me that you got to work for what you want, you know, and nobody's going to hand you over, just hand you something. Like, you got to work for what you want. And eventually I know it's going to pay off. Um, I look at my son as well um, because I don't want him to, as any parent doesn't want their child to go through the struggles that they had to endure in life. Right. Um, and I also try to even instill in him that you have to work for what you want, you know, and for him to be, he'll be eight in a couple of weeks, oh. you know, just a conversation we would have, he would say, Oh, you know, when I get big, I'm gonna get a job so I can move in with you. Yeah. Or, you know, that he caught me off guard. I was taking him to see the Christmas lights mm-hmm. and he looked at me while I was in the line waiting to, you know, pay so we can, you know, drive through or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm a graduate for you. And at the time, like six. And I'm looking at him like, Trey, what you talking about? <laughs> he was like, I'm a graduate. I'm, I'm a graduate for you. And I was like, well, son, I'm glad. I was like, but I want you to graduate for you. Like, I want you to be somebody. I want you to make something of yourself. I don't want you to be one of these young little boys out here getting in trouble and stuff like that. Like, I want you to do something with your life. And with the straightest look on his face, he was like, no, no, that's not going to be me. Like, I got to take care of my family. You and my mom first and then everybody else. And I'm looking at this kid like he ain't smiling or nothing. (laughs) 
And I'm looking like, wow. You know what I'm saying? So I, it makes me feel good that, you know, the stuff that I'm teaching him and just him seeing me, like, if I have, like, family gigs or, you know, something I'll take him with me, I'll be like, all right, you know, I give him stuff he can pick up and I'll pay him for it when we're done. Yeah. Hey, here go your you know, so it, it it rubbed off on him quicker than I, than I thought. But he he is uh, definitely one of the motivations. Like I I just want him to you know really be somebody when he grows up. So he definitely motivates me to keep going and not stopping. Because I mean, as parents, we always had them days like God damn, I I just want to quit. I'm right. done. <laughs> and then you look at the kids, you be like, Nah, you got to keep going. So <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, what made you select being a DJ, or do you think being a DJ selected you? Um, I think it. I think it selected me because it's crazy. I I was asked that twice. Mm-hmm. I think in like 2012, um, 2011, between 2000. And, no, I'm gonna say between 2010 and 2012 because. I had went in errands one day. I was uh, paying on the camera that I had. Mm-hmm. And they had this little DJ set up. And I was like, oh, that's dope. You know, I started playing around with it. And the salesperson was like, hey, you know, you ever thought about being a DJ? I was like, nah, you know, I rap. You know, DJ is just too much, you know? And I left it alone. And then my, my best friend at 18 years um, was having her first child. And she was like, hey, you know, you want to uh, play some music for me at the baby shower? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because in school, in high school, I was the go-to person for CDs. If anybody wanted to make CD, I was that go-to person. Right. So like I said, I've always been a music person. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I was like, yeah, you know, since I come. So I took my computer, took my little speakers, had a little microphone, you know, play some music at the baby shower. And so after that, one day she was like, you ever thought about being a DJ? And I'm like, man, I'm not no DJ. <laughs> I'm a music artist. I was like, do you know how much equipment you have to buy to be a DJ? Like... No, it's not for me. Um, so when me and my son's mom started dating was 2013. Um, her family had a little get together out in the country. They was like, you know, hey, come down here and play some music for us while we, you know, put few food on the grill. I was like, all right. So I went down there, took my same little computer, my little speakers. I was playing <laughs> on a different types of music. Everybody was in the yard dancing and stuff. Everybody having a good time. Mm-hmm. And so like the next day they was like, yo, you was playing some good music. Like you want, we want, we're going to do it again. We want you to come again. We're going to pay you like how much? And I was like, I mean, throw me like $75. I'll come down there and do it again. They paid me $5. <laughs> I went down there and did it again. And just off that, my name got a little buzz, you know? So I was like, all right, I might, might be going somewhere with this. So right. I went home. I told my mom, you know, like, mom, what you think? What you you know? What you think about me, me being a DJ? Her first question, answer. What you need? <laughs> so Aww. I need some speakers. I'm I'm thinking of the stuff that I you know, and you know, eventually I kept doing because the first set of equipment I bought was wrong. So I had to pawn the speaker because I I'm like, man, I'm hooking them up. They ain't coming on. Like, what's going on? Little did I know, there's two different types of speakers. You know, you got speakers that's built in with an amplifier and you got the speakers that are not i didn't know nothing about what i was doing but eventually i just i feel like it chose me because even when i'm telling people like nah i ain't no dj like you know brush it off brush it off brush it off and then it comes this opportunity here opportunity there and it just took off right so, and, and i think it's crazy because and i just learned this last year my dad always wanted to be a dj 
Oh, wow. He, yeah, he, man, it's crazy because when I was younger and his side of the family did our big Christmas get-togethers, he would always play the music, like always. So I was used to my dad always providing the music. Yeah. And he told, he was like, yeah, you know, I, I always want to be a DJ. And I was like, well, dad, why? He was like, I bought the equipment. Like he got so many records. He had the, he was like, I just never pursued it. So to see you doing it, like I'm, I'm proud of you. And I, I cried that day, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I would have too. Because we know I don't have much sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> so outside of being an amazing DJ and, and in-demand DJ on top of that, what else makes you a real-life gold digger? Um, Outside of DJing. I just, I feel like my mom gave me that name for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's not so of, oh, I want the world to know who I am. I'm just one of them people, like, I want to inspire people, even if it's just off my story, whether it's off my trials, whether it's off, you know, the success. I just want to be able to motivate other people mm -hmm. in life, no matter what you're trying to do with yourself, because... I feel like if I can come from where I came from and be who I am, you can do it too. Mm -hmm. um, no matter what your goals in life are, you know, I have people come to me that they want, oh, they have a fitness goal, you know, because I'm having the fitness too. Mm -hmm. So even if it wasn't for DJing or, you know, doing this and doing that, I feel like my, my purpose in life is to inspire. Mm -hmm and to motivate other people. So sometimes goals aren't just um, like career-based or a materialistic thing. It's just, I just want to inspire other people. Um, and it's crazy because I get so many compliments about my smile. I've had people like, yo, your smile just makes my day. You know, so if I can do that just to make somebody else smile and make somebody feel like, some type of positivity in their life. Like that's a that's another goal for me too. Just to inspire people. So. That's dope. Um, last question, I believe. Let me see. I might have 40 million other questions in a minute. Oh. <laughs> um how can potential clients reach you? Oh, well, you can go. Go ahead and drop all your <laughs> oh, the, the cash app too if you want to. Uh huh? I see. Cash app too if you want to. Drop off. You might want to bless you with a few dollars. Cash app. <laughs> no. Um, but my main, the main, my main reach out source is my website, uh, IcoFinesse.com. My is a i k o finesse.com. Um, Facebook, Instagram is at IcoFinesse. But if you hit that website, all the links are there. Um, if you're looking to book me for anything, whether it's DJing purposes, hosting, appearance, interviews, uh, you can definitely go on my website, um, go to the booking tab. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's 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 my main source of you can reach me at. But like I say, yeah, I'm Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. I'm on Twitter, but I can't tap into Twitter like that. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, that's cool too. <laughs> it's like it's so easy and hard at the same time. I'm struggling with Twitter. I'm trying. Yeah. To but it's so hot. 
Twitter since they came out, and I just can't get into it. I just be like, nah, yeah. I just I can't tap into it. I'll be trying, but I just can't do it. I'm with you. I'm with you. It must be like it must be like like right brain, left brain, like one of those brains that right. the opposite of whatever brain we have. That must be what it is. I'd be looking at Twitter like. Yeah, no, I'm just going to feed my Instagram to my Twitter. I right. I'd rather do that. I'm trying, to, I, I'm, I'm trying to really get into IG. Like, I was on it heavy before surgery, and then, like, after surgery, I kind of got lazy with it. But IG wears that, too, so. Yeah. So you can't just drop something, like, before my surgery and now after my surgery and not tell us what the surgery is about. So do you care to share us a little bit about the world of ICO and your surgery and all of that? Well, outside of me being on to DJ, um, I am trans male. Uh, I had top surgery, um, which is a double moscosity, um, last summer. Um, so after surgery, I was back and forth with hormone replacement, and I finally did it. Um, I started hormones, which I will be a year next month, um, January 29th, I'll be a year. But that's another part of ICO that I have let out to the world. Um just more so of you got to live life. You know, I feel life is very short. And if you haven't noticed that in 2020, I don't know what else you have, have you know. So for that part of me, it was more of you just got to live life. No matter what you do, whether it's you could be the most successful person in the world and people are still going to find something negative to say about you. So I'm just that that person that, you know, you just got to live life. You got to put yourself first. You got to have that self-care, that self-love before anything. Because if you don't have self-care and self-love for yourself, how can you love anybody? You know? Um, so, yeah, I, I've been, um, I came out with that last year. Um, and I can honestly say since I did it, I've had so many strangers reach out to me. I've had parents reach out to me that, you know, need advice because they're, they're dealing it, dealing with it with their teenagers or you know whatever. I've had um, I've had people reach out to me from South Africa like, how did you find me? <laughs> like, just to say, yeah, just to say like, man, like you're such an inspiration to me. Like, just see somebody um, to come in contact with somebody that's actually doing what I want to do, you know. But you know, in South Africa, they say it's so expensive to start transitioning. Oh. Um, yeah, I've had people reach out to me in other states. People, the majority of people I never met. And mm-hmm. I just I just felt like, wow, like, you know, off because of what I decided to share with the world, part of me to share. And you never, I never would have thought that I would inspire so many people or motivate so many people just because I took that step to put my, my happiness first. Um, right. Because I was back and forth with it for a while because, you know, it's hard enough to come out to the world and to family and friends as being gay or being bisexual. Um, but to come out as, you know, I want to transition is like a whole, a whole nother ball game. Right. So mentally, um, when I started therapy, she wanted to prepare me mentally, be prepared to, you know, be disowned by family, be prepared for friends to not want to be friends anymore, be prepared just for the negativity of what comes along with it. And it, it's sad that it has to be that way, but I literally prepped my mind to be prepared for my parents to not want to talk to me. I mentally prepared family to not want to deal with me anymore. And it's sad that they got to be that way. Right. Um, I, I, I did have a, I had a better outcome with it than I thought. 
Um, I actually did have family stop talking to me at one point, but when I lost my mom, they came back around like nothing had happened, but so that's that story. Oh, <laughs> that's dope. So that changes, you know, your perspective as a gold digger because you're not just, you know, in in one sense of form, you said you feel like you were born, you were born to inspire, which is something that I actually have tattooed on me. So that's really, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's you next time I see you. But um, you know, you said you were born to inspire, and you truly were because you're changing uh, perspectives and lives of people who, you know are interested or have questions or trying to figure those things out. And then you're mm-hmm. embodying that. And y'all, when you look at his social media, like he does his smile, like you can, if you're watching the video, you already see it. The smile just lights up. <laughs> so like you see all these pictures of this smile. And I'm like, you know, when I first met, I'm like, who is this guy with this big old Kool-Aid smile? <laughs> happy and so full of life. So it's so dope because, you know, you truly are an inspiration to so many and um, not just you being an incredible DJ, not just you being, you know, a dedicated dad, not just you being a trans man, like you're just a gold digger period and you're just incredible. Yeah. So. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you. Do you have any last thoughts you'd like to share before we end? Um, well, I can end it how I end uh, my YouTube videos, which I blog too. So if you guys ever want to check out, um, I, I left that out. If you guys ever want to check out um, more details on my story, um, I've been blogging since I started transitioning. Um, you can find me on YouTube um, at Ico Finesse. Um, but how I end every video or every interview, you know, if it's not hurting you or harming others, do what makes you happy. I love so, it. That's my line. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, Aiko. I will have all of his socials, so y'all follow, like, subscribe, retweet, and all Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank have you. A great one, and go be damn great. Yes! <laughs> friend did you enjoy that episode of tea talk with ty i sure hope so thank you so much for listening whether this is your first episode or you've been listening since day one i truly appreciate you please don't forget to not only like and subscribe but also share because someone else may want to glow up just like you and i appreciate that so let's be friends why are we not friends connect with me on all social media platforms at t talk with ty that's just ty and i am ty wonder for my personal pages for more information or to sign up for any of my empowerment coaching or wellness courses contact me on tywonder.guru that is www.tywonder.gu are you? Let's connect. Thanks for listening. Till next time.